Welcome, welcome to Rams All Access. I am Kirk Morrison alongside Maurice Jones-Drew, DeMarco Farr. Wow, fellas. Uh, JB yeah. out today. I'm filling in, pinch hitting for my guy JB. Yeah. He'll be back next week, but... You know That's what? your first word as wow after that game? Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's, I'm more like, ugh. Well, <laughs> well, well first of all, I want to get you guys' Damn. perspective off last week, though, like, yeah. honestly, because um, there's one thing for me to watch tape and look at Lamar Jackson and Bro. say, okay, that guy's pretty good. Um, he really plays fast. pretty fast. And yeah. then to watch him live on Monday and be there, and it's like you felt the speed. Like, it, it just looked different. And I'm like – he was, to me, the fastest guy on the field on Monday night. Let me say this, man. Being down there and watching him, he's mm. faster than you think. He right. gets to top speed before everybody on the field. And think about that. That's the quarterback. That is scary. Um, but he's one of the few dudes that when he passes you, I don't know if this is real or just imagine, but you can feel the wind. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how fast he's rolling. Um, have you guys ever seen him slide feet first yet? That's not I what he does. I don't think anybody's no. ever made him like – no one's ever really got the angle on him. That's right. how fast he is. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: like we all know about the scouting report you get, right? Yeah. And normally the they put the forty, report. and yeah. So you got to gauge, like, okay, these are the angles. This is the kind of angle I'm gonna take if Buddy gets out. I'm gonna have to, yeah. you know, get on my horse. There is no forty time for that. There's yeah. none of that. There's right. no, no. There's no information. No uh, three cone shuttle. No none bench. Of none of that. So you don't know how strong he is. <laughs> you don't know how fast he is. Right. How agile. None of those things. And so. It, it it is definitely tough to emulate that. It was less to me about Lamar Jackson though on Monday night, and more about just the running game in general, where guys are getting nineteen, twenty, ten, fifteen yards a clip running the ball. That is not okay. Like I can understand if Lamar Jackson's just getting out of the pocket and taking off. I can understand oh, no. that. Mark right. Ingram was killing him. Oh. Mark Ingram, Gus. I mean, on the bad yeah. runs where when you're trying to celebrate, they were getting six yards. Like so. Where where was the run defense there in that situation? I mean, honestly, let, let's be real, though. Uh, it, it evolves around Lamar Jackson. And I think he is such a dynamic player that sometimes guys on the field might as well just buy a ticket and look. Because I think when you are just looking at him, there is so much going on. And us, I think because we have a different perspective than maybe the fans, what they see, we see what's going on. Where I see Lamar Jackson takes a handoff. He's got the read option going, but at the same time, he's got a tight end pulling. He's got a backside tackle who's getting out in front. Oh, yeah. And we're just trying to watch the football and everybody, all the actions going one way, but we see two pullers going the other way right. and he's wide open on the run. So to me, yeah. a lot of it is because everyone is focusing on him. And then all of a sudden, I think that was it, the it's, problem. It's a two way go. Me, uh, me and Maurice were just talking about this off air. I think that was the issue because you really can't watch him and try to play the run at mm. the same time. You're going to have to take one or the other away. You know what I mean? We're going right. to focus on stopping Mark Ingram. They're not going to run the football up the gut here. This is what we're going to do. If he gets out, we'll handle it. We'll run him down or go the opposite way. Let's make sure Lamar Jackson doesn't get outside. We may give up some inside runs with Mark Ingram, and we know that. But when you try to play both, you know, I mean, I saw Corey Littleton try to, like, keep up with <laughs> Lamar Jackson from inside out. And on three work. steps, he, he busted the angle. You know right. what I mean? He went from good position to bad position in three steps. How do you defend both with a guy like that? So this offseason, I got a chance to work with uh, Marvin Lewis, the, head, the old head coach yeah. of the Cincinnati oh, Bengals, yeah. and he went against Lamar Jackson. Uh, I want to say it was twice. Right. I, I, I want to. I want to believe last year. 
after the first after the first game, he said, Maurice, you know what? I was like, how did you how did you contain him? How did you kind of? He goes, we practice without a football mm. because the football is going to lie to you, Correct. right? With that yeah. read option, oh, yeah. you have to do yeah. exactly. And I and I wish I'd have thought about it on the broadcast on Monday, but. <laughs> You you can't when you have the read option and all this triple mm-hmm. option stuff like yeah. when you're playing navy and army and all yeah. those guys you don't use a football yeah you just say look this is your you have to hit your your assignment every time you do your <laughs> no there's doubt. no football you got to go exactly yeah. where you're supposed to go and that's what you, that's how you have to prepare for this team because you know yeah. what when you're trying to stop both that's how they get you and that's what we saw on but Monday he night was great with those ball fakes yeah. I mean there were uh, look. From the defensive guys in the room, Kirk. I mean, I lost the football at least a half a dozen times. I think the cameraman lost the football. That's a couple what I'm times. saying. Like, and, and I go back to your point because yeah. playing in the Mountain West Conference at San Diego State, we played against Air Force every single year. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so when it was Air Force week, it was like, oh my god, here we go. Because Air Force week was the week in which we practiced with no football, and it was an eleven man defense. There was not one guy who was like, okay, <laughs> you, this you got to do this. Everybody, it, it sounds cliche, but it was Bill Belichick. Just do your job. Yeah, you're not going to get sacked today, fellas. I'm just telling you, he doesn't get sacked. Like, well, he so, did. We he gonna he be ran right. around and ran into he, a few. But yeah, he yeah. did. But but it wasn't drop back. No. I'm coming to get because no, no. he, he gets the ball out so quick. So it, it's one of those games that we say, look, fellas, we are going to be unconventional for one game. Because we have to stop this player, right? And this is the only way we're going to do it. It's it, it's going to be outside of the scheme. So this week, hey, look, I'm going to have to line you up here. I'm lining you up here. But one of the interesting things I did see, though, fellas, was that the unbalanced line in oh. which they kind of pushed Aaron Donald out in some different spaces. When you come out and break the huddle, you're like, okay, I'm gonna line up in a four technique, in a four eye, or in a three. But yet you're lining up on a tackle because they were going tight yeah. end, guard, center. Guard, tackle, tackle, tight end, and then the H back moving up. They're like ta- yeah. they did a great job. I thought personnel and alignment wise. I'm surprised. Baltimore's tackles did a great job on the Rams' defensive ends. They really did. I never thought that Michael Brockers that he would. I wouldn't say get handled, but you would have a tackle have that good of a game against him when they're running the football like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? That's one right. of your biggest, strongest dudes. So, and those tight ends. I mean. Wow. Yeah. They bought in. They yeah, bought man. In. Yeah. This is, hey, this, this is some ballers, man. Think yeah. about this. They have a fullback that weighs 311 pounds. Remember when you were talking about that defensive tackle last week? Like, yeah. uh, that's what he is. He's yeah. like, I talked to, I ended up talking to one of my good friends who on their coaching staff and he was saying like, no, that's, he, he's a defensive tackle, but we just move him to fullback because we want to be physical. Yeah. And literally he was going in there removing guys. I mean, I saw him one play. I think it was on the fourth and two, the first fourth and two. Where they did the quarterback uh, run to the left, the yeah. same play they they scored on against the Seahawks, and I mean he went in there. I think it was Samson Abukam who came in and hit him, and it was like a stalemate. And then the dude just started driving his seat, and then yeah. you started to see him hop on out of there. Right, they, they're yeah. a physical bunch. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, look, I, when you have an offense that's struggling that bad, and right. I, there was one time what in the third quarter they had a nine minute drive. Yeah. I mean, that's just a tired defense, a frustrated defense, right? You yeah. know, we're not – and it, I think it was like 35-6 at that point, you know? So <laughs> right. you know what it is. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just – it's tough. But I think Baltimore does that to everybody. With the exception of San Francisco, can't wait to see that game. That is a great but matchup. they are on fire. He is on fire. They, they didn't are do that special to Kansas City, which is crazy. But well, but it's, now, it's different, though. The last two it's weeks. It's different with – yeah. Because Lamar Jackson has lost on the road twice to Kansas City. Yeah. And it's not because of his play or the team's play. It's just Kansas City outscores them. Right. Like, that's one thing. You Cleveland, can't really Cleveland beat him at home? 
That was Cleveland just put that thing on them. Right. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, so that's, 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 that's one of the things. No, no, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is Marco, the thing. You already know. How, yeah. how, this is how you have anomalies. To <laughs> when, you, when you play a team, the, the blueprint is there. You just have to outscore them. Like you have to yeah, come out true. and be just as aggressive. Go for it. Throw the ball. Like you have to out. You, you have to put the pressure on picks. No, you can't throw picks and go three and out. Especially to Marcus Peters. Oh my God, that dude talks so much trash. Yeah, and he and he got his pick. He he baited Jared Goff. Right, he baited Jared Goff into a throw that is typical Marcus Peters. That's what he was supposed to do here in Los Angeles. He he didn't do it enough. And we look at his play in just what it's been like a month, month and a half you in have to, Baltimore. You have to remember this. He's got too. three picks, two of them to the well, house. Understand I mean, that they they play zone coverage. The Rams right. aren't a zone coverage team. They are straight strictly press man. Right. And until the playoffs last year, Wade Phillips decided to go zone and then the defense changed. Right? So I thought coming in this year, like, oh, we're gonna just we'll work to the playoffs, we're gonna come back. But no, they went right back to press man again, and that's just not what he is. You know what? We spent a lot of time on the Rams defense and Lamar Jackson. But coming up, fellas, let's talk about the offense. Where are the Rams' offense, and what do they need to improve on? And this week, heading against Arizona. More of that here on Rams All Access. Kirk Morrison, Maurice Jones-Drew, DeMarco Farr coming back. ESPN LA. Welcome back to Rams All Access. Kirk Morrison here, Maurice Jones-Drew, DeMarco Farr. And look, fellas, we were just wrapping up last week's game against the Baltimore Ravens. Quick, name the Baltimore's <laughs> punter. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sam Cook. Yeah, that's it. Is Sam Cook? Yeah, it you. is Sam Cook. The only reason why yeah, I remember that because sorry. they said his name once, and I was thinking about a Netflix series. They may set a Cook. record for fewest <laughs> punts in a season. Uh, they got one of the greatest Oof. kickers in uh, NFL history, in wow. Justin Tucker. But um, just offensively, before we head to Arizona and what the Cardinals present uh, for the Rams, but offensively, what, what do we take away from the Rams on Monday night? Uh, no touchdown score. No touchdown. It's just two field goals. And right now, where is this offense? Because you think about what happened against Chicago, and it looked different, right? It looked yeah. like, okay, they've got it fixed. And you go against an elite team like I think the Baltimore Ravens are, and the Rams, again, against an elite team, look like they didn't even belong. I think that's the question. Where is the offense? Um Made a lot of mistakes. Even Cooper Cup, Robert Woods making mistakes, procedural penalties, mm, lining yeah. up wrong, all that type of stuff. And then lack of production. I mean, that's that's scary in of itself. But just the mistakes on top of that stuff. And, you know, Cooks is coming back. Robert Woods is coming back to the lineup. Right. You're, you're still trying to get that O-line to gel. So that's a great question. And it is the answer. Where is this offense? You know what I mean? Where are they in their in their chemistry? Um not sure what they're capable of at this point. Is anybody six points at home versus Baltimore? Yeah. Anybody surprised by that? Uh, this is. I my, am. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. I, yeah. I, this, well, this is. I guess for me, it's what uh, what made you go back to the game plan that you lost to Pittsburgh. Correct. What made you go back to the game plan that you lost to the Bucks with? That you you know the one that you almost beat Seattle in Seattle. You ran the ball right a little bit more. You beat Chicago at home because you ran the ball a little bit more than what you've done. Why? Why would you go into this situation yeah. and not not try to? If at worst, but you know, just just to be fair, there were a lot of misses out there too. No, there were there were I a mean, ton, but but that's part of it too. Every screen got blown up, right? You know what I mean? And and some of those some of those screens were there. Uh, One guy, two guys make well, a mistake, well, and boom, the, it's a tackle thing. for loss. Well, this is the thing, though. Like you, you have to understand they have film too, right? Right. So they're gonna they know on third and long or third like or certain they know your tendencies when to throw screens. What you what they did to a Bears defense, and, and this is important because let's let's not sugarcoat it. It's the Bears defense who's been right. pretty good all season. Yeah, yeah. They didn't let Khalil Mack 
touch Jared Goff. I mean, there was times against Baltimore where you had your receiving tight end blocking their best pass rusher, and then he gets hurt. Right. Right? Like, it was just... It, there were some protection issues. Yeah, there, there's some Head things scratching. that you have to, you yeah. know, when you have a brand like you said, like your offensive line is not ready, and mm-hmm. there's some different things. The way to solve that, and Kirk Morrison, you were in Jacksonville with me. It's only one simple thing: <laughs> run the football, run the football, <laughs> and just go forward. And then your play action pass will set up. But you have to be prepared for that. <laughs> Rams All Access is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com/slash/Rams. That's ZipRecruiter.com. Slash Rams. The Rams got to, they, they have to get their offense in order just because I think they're going up against another juggernaut in, offensively in terms of the quarterback position, the Arizona Cardinals. They understand that Kyler Murray is the number one overall pick. And if they don't, I guess, get their act together in terms of the way that we saw last week versus Lamar Jackson, I think they could have a successful game yeah. in the Arizona Cardinals. Well, I mean, I think this is where you can go back to, I guess, the Rams of two weeks, three weeks ago when they became a defensive-led football team. Mm. Um, I think this defense is capable of shutting down that offense. I don't think anybody's capable of shutting down what you just saw, the right. way that kid Lamar Jackson's playing right now. So I, I think you'll see more of 99. I mean, I think Baltimore might be the only team in scheme with that has the ability to neutralize Aaron Donald because they run the football so well to the outside there's nothing he can do but take on two people and hold you know what i mean right, right. yeah uh, and you can't get them in obvious passing situations where he can just wreck shot but i think I, I i'm fairly certain that's going to happen a lot versus arizona so uh fowler will start to show up clay matthews and definitely aaron donald so i think they can they match up better against arizona than they did against baltimore well i was just going to say like you got to remember too like you play Baltimore every four years, right? Correct. This is like, and so this is one of those games, like you said earlier, uh, Kirk, that we have to change everything up to try to stop this one team. Right. This defense is built to stop, you know, the San Francisco 49ers and the zone stretch and mm. the play action pass. They're there to stop the Seattle Seahawks and, and Russell Wilson running all over the place and trying to throw the ball down. That's what they're built for. They weren't built for a team to, to run the pretty much the read option just right at you yeah. with multiple big bodies. So when you talk about, um, going and playing the Arizona Cardinals, who probably throw the ball more than anybody in this league. They run that up-tempo offense. They're trying to spread you out and do those different things. You're going to see these pass rushers get out. You're going to see these linebackers who are athletic, these extra safeties that the Rams want to play. You're going to see that. you got to remember, too, the Rams have, what, three inside linebackers on their roster? Two or three? Yeah, two or three. Yeah, like, if you the- have to have five going against the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. Right. Like, you have to be built and ready to go. And so uh, I think, you know, it, it'll be a – um it just is a better matchup for them. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like boxing, right? They always say right. matchups make the fight. And so I think this is a better matchup for the Rams to go out there and do what they need to do. Here's Sean McVay talking about how to prepare for Kyler Murray this week. There is a similarity in terms of these are elite athletes that are playing the quarterback position that are legitimate threats as runners uh, when they do decide to tuck it. Uh, there's a little bit different approach schematically that these guys take. But, I mean, you look at, you know, in some of the instances when they have utilized um, you know, Kyler as a, as a runner, it's been impressive. And I mean, he gets around the corner quickly. He's got great acceleration. He's got a great feel for how to, you know, manipulate and, and maneuver through traffic while avoiding taking those hits. You know, and then some of the things 
that you see with just his ability to change the launch point, his ability to speed it up, um, make all those different types of throws in the pocket, out of the pocket. It, it's been really impressive and in, in how good a job he's done of taking care of the football. Uh, they've truly improved, you know, throughout the year on offense, and they've had some really impressive performances as of late against some top-tier defenses. That yeah, was Sean McVay. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we know that that Kyler Murray can ball, but the thing is you never want that guy to ball against you. And so the Rams still have a lot in front of them, right? People thought that, hey, yes, the loss to the Ravens, it hurt playoff chances, but there's still you the possibility <laughs> you got to – Stop you, talking about the playoffs. Well, you, <laughs> you got to win. You got to win, win one game. Did you guys right. ever do that? Like, we used to do that. Look, let's just stop talking about the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. We're, we're focused too much on one thing. We need to focus on the next game, period, end of story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, yeah. We've, uh, we've been in that situation. A, I want to say me and you were in that situation. Was it 2009 or 10? Yeah. I 10. think it was 10. We had a chance. We had to run. We had, we had to win like two out of three or two yeah. out of four. And we were focused, so focused on the playoffs that we ended up getting slapped by the Tennessee or, you know, but. And the Redskins. In the, yeah, the Redskins. The that's Redskins right. beat us, dog. If we beat the Redskins, we make the, we that. make the playoffs. <laughs> but, the, but again, I remember it was like, it was cause it was Your like. Your voice the, changed? Yeah, cause if they weren't that, that good that no. year, they were, they were bad and they came in and they beat us. Well, I, and Maurice was hurt too. So we really was like, it was like a double-edged sword. Wow. You know what I mean? This, this is the thing though. And I, I think it's, it's, you have to come out here and I, and I've said this before. It's, it's not about winning, it's about how you win. And it takes me back to the, to, to the London game. You should have put up 60 on the Bengals just to get your mojo back, get your confidence back, but you let off the gas in the fourth quarter, and then guess what? He just has been that same way ever since. Mm, I like what you said there. I want you to hold on to that. I'm hold on, bit. I got you. Yeah, because coming back, I want to see how do the Rams get their mojo back. More on, more, more on Rams All Access coming up next. On ESPN LA. Welcome back, Rams All Access. Kirk Morrison here alongside Maurice Jones Drew and DeMarco Farr. And, and fellas, you, you gotta turn the page from Baltimore. The Rams are already doing that this week. Yeah. The opponent, the Arizona Cardinals. And how do you deal with tough losses in the middle of a season or in the ending part of the season? Sean McVay talked about that this week. You don't run away from uh, the humbling night that it was and where everybody can look inward to do better. You know, we certainly don't just put that game away and say, oh, we positively move forward. There's an urgency with how you address things. Uh, but once you face that and you, know, you address it and now we move forward in the right way, what I think is the important approach, you know, because it's not this fake, just optimism, everything's okay. That, that's not what it is. It's that, hey, what happened in that game won't have anything to do with our preparation and how we play next Sunday against the Cardinals unless we allow it to. There's a lot of different examples in sports where you have a setback, and as long as you don't let it deflate you, that can be a setup for a comeback if handled the right way. And and that's the way that I trust that I, we've already started handling in that way. But but that doesn't mean by any stretch that the other night was acceptable, that it was okay, and that everybody knows they can do better. That was Sean McVay this week, and he's setting up for a major comeback, fellas. That's I how so. he's yeah. going to get over this loss. But how, how do you handle this, though, DeMarco? Well, how do, how do you handle this? Because yeah. now we're in December now. This this, yeah. ain't, this ain't November no more. This is December. This is real football. It's funny when when things go bad it's usually cold outside right yeah. it's funny right so i mean i hope they can fight back because that was your warning shot when you have a game like that and here's the problem guys uh and it leads me to my other point this can happen again arizona can do this uh right. to you um you're vulnerable um and i think personally the only person on that team that can bring this team and raise them from the dead or this bring them back from the butt kicking they took it's jared goff who else can do it your quarterback is going to have to be that guy, that leader, that 
franchise guy that can right. lead you through this mess right now to, to take you take you from where you are now to back to where you belong in your mind. Who else can do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would say this though, and I'll throw this at you, Maurice. Is Jared Goff capable of that? And the reason why I'm asking that, out. yeah, the reason why I'm asking <laughs> yeah. that is because think about the first two years of this team of, of this offense. It was ran through Ty Gurley. Let's not be real. Like That's when, what, when when Sean McVay got here, it was running through Ty Gurley. He was the offensive player of the year. Then even last year, same thing. Right. It ran through Ty Gurley till he got a little bit banged up, and then it was well, put on Jared. And Jared had some shaky well, let me starts. That last just year. one NFC West grenade. Sure. At one point, Seattle was led by Marshawn, backed up by Russell, right. and then Russell took over. It's now you. Right. So this is your moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Yeah. So we're learning on the run. So right. <laughs> I guess this, this, my thing is this: like, it's 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 hard to say because Jared has played so up and down this year. Like, it hasn't been really much consistency. And I we've heard Coach McVay over the last couple of weeks talk about being consistent at that position. And when you read the you know the reports and the different things, it's, it's just not meshing like it had. Right. Um. And so normally, and again, I remember last year this game. Uh, it wasn't, it was later in the season where I was the titles that they brought in CJ Anderson and CJ, yeah. the, the offense right. ran through him. This is a run first offense. As much as people Correct. don't want to, you know, as much as we want to say it's a pass first, look at these numbers. This is a run first offense. When you can run the ball in this offense, everybody looks better. Right. We, we've seen it. Like I, I, I've literally seen this a couple weeks ago, right? Like <laughs> when, when we run the ball, it looks better. And so for me, I'm just trying to figure out why are you trying to throw the ball so much? I get it. You have these receivers. You paid them. That's awesome. But if it's truly about winning, the first year you got here, Todd Gurley was awesome. Awesome. It was amazing. The second year, Todd Gurley was awesome to the end that C.J. Anderson came through. And then you made a run in the playoffs. You got in the playoffs. You got hot. You made a run. Your defense was balling. Somehow, somewhat, you got to get back to all that's true, but what's different? No C.J. Anderson, no Roger Saffold, is, no John Sullivan. It's the offensive Finger. line, but but it's still yeah. like yeah. you you you're gonna have to fit, you're gonna have to address that and fix that as soon as possible. Like again, like guys are getting old. You got some young no guys doubt. in there. But like, how do you get through this year? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, run the ball. You just yeah. ran the ball. See, with, see, you just ran the ball last week. I understand what you're saying, Maurice. But then when I go out and I, and, and we talk to people outside and. You always want to know how do people feel about you and your team, right? And the thing I keep hearing is that the Rams are too finesse. And finesse is another word for soft. Right? And, but that's In what I'm league. saying. That's and what so I'm saying. How can this team get tougher up front? Because right now it's a bunch of young guys. <laughs> but who, they, but this is what I'm saying. They were tough against Chicago. Right. They were going forward mauling guys. Them. Well, they quicked them. But, but, but yeah. they were, but oh, yeah. that's fine. But you were going forward. Guys are going. Yeah. When you drop, when I, it's hard for me to be tough when mm-hmm. I'm dropping back. You know, 35, 30 time, 40, 40 times, times a game. Yeah. I can't be tough. Well, there is no toughness. The five guys they have, I think they're great athletes. Right. They're good offensive linemen. They're great for this system. But nasty, I would not call them. Correct. You know what I mean? Right. You don't fear your safety against them. Right. <laughs> you fear screens. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so right. I, I think that's what you mean by nasty, right? People that back you yeah, off yeah. just by their aura. I, I don't see that line. But Maybe that'd be nice to have. I, I wish they had one of them Mavericks. Right. You know, them crazy dudes out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quentin Nelson or something. No like doubt. That. Yeah. But I would ask you this though, DeMarco. Is, is it to a point where what's been working so far this year is not and that Sean McVay 
you know what? I need to go away from this. I need to go be more here instead of well, having to throw a little bit more. See, there were okay, there was there were there were missed blitz pickups. Right. Um so that play is dead. Uh protection issue. Correct. Then you had some screens where you either bump into your own guy or Domata Pecco cuts the screen off. Right. I mean, that's not scheme. That's, that's not what he something does, they that's saw. Does, I mean, yeah. that's one guy making a play over right. somebody else, and that happened time and time again. Uh, there were some routes where I thought you actually had touchdown passes if you put it on the money. Can I can I give you? So, can I tell you something though? Yeah, go ahead. When you watch the Baltimore Ravens, how many times have you seen a team get a screen on them? Oh, not often. No, I mean, because they don't rush. They're yeah, not an yeah. up the field rush team. Like, and they're so you, well coached. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So screens don't work against those. You have to find other ways. Maybe it's a swing screen. Yeah, right? yeah. Right, because you're just trying to get out of the pocket. But you can't run quick. Like they just don't, they don't go nowhere because right. their job is to stop the run. Everyone's trying to stop Them the dudes run. Were sniffing and, out screens in the interior <laughs> like that. I mean, they had you. I mean, your right. offensive line couldn't fool them. So, but there were some throws that were. Had they been better throws, no question. Their scores, right. you know what I mean. So, I think the scheme and the 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 play calling was there. I think the, the execution, execution needs to be there. a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. Where is this offense? And guys are just coming back. So this is you know? this is what I'll say. And just as if just as important as it is to have dogs on defense, right? Aaron Donalds, where he picks up Devontae Freeman, and you know you get some scuffles and some things. It's probably more important to have those guys on your offensive line. Because remember, as an offensive lineman, you have to do backwards what a guy is probably more athletic than you are going forward. So the only thing that you have over him is that you're nastier or right. you're, you have more finish. Yeah. Right. And so what I wouldn't give for a Kyle Turley right, right now, ah. right now. <laughs> but that's what, I, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like you, we, there's a play in the game and DeMarco, we talked about it earlier. Um, there's a play in the game where their fullback, the Ravens fullback, got a hold of Taylor Rapp. Oh, yeah. Right. And he drove him like 20 yards oh, off the yeah. ball. And then he gave him the last violent shove. Yeah, he, he took him from the yeah. Coliseum to L.A. Live. Right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Where is Didn't that with the Rams? Well, well, <laughs> go ahead. No, see, you got to say, what would have happened? What did well, you if say? Been, listen, if it had been me, we would have had to stop the whole Monday night game. Because yeah. they like, get him out of here. Because I would have hip-tossed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'd have, they'd have been like, what is wrong with these? Like, he just wow. watched the Thursday night game, and yeah. now he's going after their sideline. But but, but that's that what was I'm, a message. But, but yeah. that, that yeah. was a message sent. And it was yeah. received. Now they're out hitting you. Now, yeah. And that's in football, you can never be out hit. You yep, can right. never be out physical. And regardless of what your offense is or what What's going on? You have to be the most physical team. More to come here on the Rams All Access. We'll get into, uh, just dive into the NFC West. This is an NFC West matchup this weekend. Rams, Cardinals, but we'll take a look at some of the other teams in the NFC West. Seattle has a big game as well as the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So more to come here on Rams All Access on ESPN LA. Welcome back to Rams All Access. Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, and Maurice Jones, Drew, and fellas, the NFC West to me, is the best division in the NFL this season, right? It just, it just works out that way. I looked around and I'm like, the NFC East is down. It's a two team race between the Cowboys right. and the Eagles. I looked at the NFC North and two team race again. It's Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, blah. <laughs> you know, you right. throw no, in right. Chicago. You think the West is a three team race? I, I'm just saying, <laughs> I think top to bottom because the Rams are, are in Arizona. the hunt. Yeah. yeah, but even the, the whole NFL, yeah. I think the AFC West is down this year. The, the AFC South is, is competitive, but I don't think they have the same no, no. uh team from top to bottom like I think the West. We know the same thing with the, the AFC North. It's, it's two-team race again. Cleveland's fighting its way back. Pittsburgh, quarterback situation, whatever. Um, and then, you know, Baltimore is the cream of the crop. And 
Uh, not giving a lot of love to the Dallas, I mean, not Dallas, but, uh, the, the Buffalo Bills who sit at eight and three yeah, right wow. now. In the East? Um, because they're are right they behind. Are they for real? Uh, I think, I don't know if they're defensively, for real. Defensively, they're for yeah, real. Yeah, defensively, they're okay. for real. And yeah. I think that they're a team that I don't want to play against, um, because. Uh, you don't want to play them there. Right. Because yeah. they have one of those, just, they can have a defensive performance and they want to run the football. They want yeah. to go old school, uh, and things like that. But let's look at the NFC West and the Rams play against the Cardinals this week and, I'm looking more so at the other team that the Rams are kind of chasing. Monday night, we got a good matchup. Minnesota right. Vikings taking on, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. That game would be more impactful for the Rams had they won against Baltimore because now you've seen one of those teams that right. is going to slide down with a loss, whether yeah. it's going to be Seattle that or game? Minnesota. Refresh my memory. I'm sorry. In Seattle. In Seattle. In Minnesota. Seattle. Well, it don't matter. Minnesota can travel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, why don't we ever well, talk Cousins about Zen being time. one of the best head coaches out there? He never gets his due. All that guy does is win. Uh, he does. And he wins in a, the same way, which means but, you're a great coach. You know how it is, though, yeah. DeMarc. I think he's got to get to a to a bowl, though, right? So can I can I can I he's say this? Yeah. 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 This Again. game for the Rams for the Rams is a must win game. Oh, that's what I, I, I'm putting it out there because not only is it a must win because you're trying to you know get to that P place that that, that land that we all want to get to. But just to save face, like to keep your confidence high. You don't want to be a team that goes in here and then pack your bags already looking to the offseason. No, because that that is not the team you want to be. And then the other thing is, remember the Niners have a tough stretch. Like people, I get it. They beat the Packers. I (laughs) get it. The Packers though, but they they got to go to Baltimore. Then they got to go to New Orleans. Orleans, Yeah, like they they got then they still got to play Seattle. And yeah. they, like, and so if you're the Rams, you make a couple, you're, you're in the mix in there, you may be able, and let's not forget, they won 20 to 7 when the Rams committed two turnovers and, and then didn't score on a fourth and goal. So the game was much closer. If you can find a way just to... We'll see. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, like, yeah. And that's why I said it's a must win because yeah. then you, you were in right. Seattle, you, the, that game was missed, that game was lost by an inch. Yeah, right. literally an inch. Right, so you're, you're right built there to play with them. Yeah, yeah I, you got the end. I understand what you're saying, and and I agree with you. Had this been in the beginning of the season, coming off the three game, you know, the, the, way, the way they start the season three and zero, then they had that little rough three game right. stretch. Then they go get Jalen Ramsey, go through a bye week, and you're saying, okay, things are fixed. But what I've seen over the last couple of weeks is, to me, a team that's inconsistent. To where, yeah, I understand it's a must win, but with that must win. I'm trying to figure out what is the formula that gives you the confidence that this team yes. can go down the stretch and go to Dallas and beat the Dallas Cowboys, can go to uh, San beat Francisco the, and hey, beat the San Francisco hey, I think everything that's wrong with this offense or was wrong with this offense on Monday is fixable. Okay. Yeah, I really do. That's what I'm saying. You just have to play better. There was some yeah. stuff that was there that you missed. Um, I'm not saying you would have beat Baltimore, but at least you would have put some it points have, on the board. It might have been 20 Changed to 45. the game a little bit. I mean, <laughs> little, you, right. you helped them out uh, as as good as they were, and they were great. Lamar Jackson was great, but you also helped them. Correct. You did everything wrong against a team like that. So if you fix the problems, you know, I still think you're competitive and better than most teams. And this is the other thing, and 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 you said it best. You're built. For certain teams. Yeah. Right. And you're built for the teams that you're about to play. Think about it. You're built for the Dallas Cowboys and what they're trying to do. You're built for that. You're built for the San Francisco 49ers. You're built for the Seattle Seahawks. You're built for the Arizona Cardinals. So if you can just find a way to get your confidence, as bad as this last game was, and and I'll say this. I remember in Oakland, uh, they just fired the coach. We came back from London and all this stuff. And then Tony Sperano, and I'm not even into like the little like cheesy stuff. Right. But Tony Sperano was like, look, we're going to, you know, RIP to Tony as well. But, we're going to bury this football because everything that happened before this does not matter. Uh, right. 
like we're gonna bury the football. we're gonna bury this football. We're yeah, gonna go yeah. on and we're gonna and and, and we and we didn't win until later down <laughs> yeah. the year, but Don't we played better. Turn. Right, we yeah. played better, and that's all you have to do. Rams you know, All at, Access brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rams. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Rams. Yeah. The Olympics, right? At some point, everybody, like, people are even with Usain Bolt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are. I mean, and then Out he the starts to pull away. So we're going to find out what this team is worth and how much this team wants to stay together. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this, like you said, you were embarrassed. You need to come back like gangbusters. I hope they have it in them. And I think it's fixable. So if they play better... They can play their best game. You can beat Arizona. You can have beat they, Seattle. You, You've done it before. So let me with say the this. same guys. Have you? Do you think the Rams have played their best game? No. Have they, no. Have they played uh, a, in, a game? In 2019, no. They, they have, have not. Even against the Bengals, they, I don't feel that like they played game. their best. I think Atlanta was close, but Atlanta was just Offensively, really yeah. there was a, too many passes that were missed. Well, right. Seattle was a good game. It was a great game. Yeah. Great game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, they came within uh, a probably their, that, was, so that was probably that was their a best good game. game and mm-hmm. I mean, but as far as I guess what we're looking for, no, we haven't seen it yet. Uh, a dominant performance, yeah. but they've played some pretty good games. Um, what'd you think of Cleveland? That was a hell no. of a battle. That, no. No, no. No. I thought Jared had a couple mistakes in there that he, he you can't have. Am I forgetting something? Okay. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A couple the, picks. Forced the interception in there. And I remember him and Sean looking at, at each other, you know, after the play, like, hey, what are you, what are you okay. doing, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, it's still, though, to me, I'm looking at this week's game. Like you mentioned, it's a must win. Yeah. And it does put the Rams in a situation to where we already know they have to win out. They're, they're, yes. that's, that's the only See? way for me, DeMarco. They got to beat Arizona. No, they got to win out. <laughs> But at least you know what's in front of you, yeah. though, right? Like it, it's it's one thing to say, "Oh, we got to win today," but you win, and then you know what's in front the of you. The journey so, of a thousand miles begins with one the step. first step. Well, like, <laughs> but a first step. You, you try not win to now. Fellas. You try not to, but we know that when this game kicks off, you already know who the winner of the earlier game between Baltimore and San Francisco is. Then you take care of your business, and then you get to sit back and watch Seattle and Minnesota right. on Monday night. So at least yeah. you know what's you know what's in front of you, and I think that helps out the Rams in this case. So. That's a little bit easy for all of us to okay, say. Okay, so say difficult. you have a, so you make a mistake in Arizona. It's over. Then you're defl- that's what oh, I'm saying. Man. So no, you just gotta beat Arizona. No, it's and that's it. You make, you, make, you, make a, hey, you make a mistake in Arizona, man. You start getting on TripAdvisor. You gotta yeah. beat Arizona. That's <laughs> it. Over there, all right. But, <laughs> but it is that time of year where we always want to wish or tell everybody uh, what we're thankful for. And so we use that time next here on Rams All Access. Kirk Morrison, Demarco Farr, Maurice Jones, Drew on ESPN LA. Welcome back to Rams All Access. Maurice Jones, Drew alongside Demarco Farr. I'm Kirk Morrison, and it is. Thanksgiving week and so we're always thankful for so many things and JB Long caught up with Bobby Evans to talk about some things that he's thankful for. What are you thankful for? And and I'm sure it's like having a chance to play in the NFL, right? But like does this week even in the midst of a season give you time to pause and reflect and make you thankful for some or multiple Definitely. things? Uh, I would really like to say I'm thankful for um you know people trying to reach out and see if I got Thanksgiving plans cuz they know I live out here by myself, and so I know my family wouldn't be able to come out and things like that. So, Oh, nice. Just I'm, making sure that you're taking care of this week? Yeah, yeah, and I'm thankful that I'm not spending Thanksgiving alone because, I mean, if that was the case, I was probably just going to kick it out the house, order some pizza, something like that. You know, I was mm-hmm. just pretty much just going to miss it this year. 
<laughs> Rams All Access is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rams. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Rams. That was JB Long with Bobby Evans and things that he's thankful for and thankful for having people reach out to him. But when we do come around this time of year, fellas, uh, and I'll start here. I, I sit back and I'm always thankful for not only the opportunity to play, have played in the National Football League and to be able to broadcast and talk football with you guys. I'm thankful every day. Like people think that, uh, you guys don't, don't work hard, man. We work. We, we watch the games. We, we try to give you the best insight that we can. And I'm thankful for that, that when I watch the game, I watch it differently. Like some people watch the game and they're like, Oh, this guy, I'm like, but. He, it wasn't his fault. Like it was that guy's fault, but you're watching the quarterback and this offensive lineman got right. killed or this and that. But I, I'm thankful for that. And then, you know, just, just thankful to, I, I, you know, for family, for health, all of that good stuff. But man, the great game of football. And when you get to Thanksgiving, what better day than to watch three games and sit back and stuff your face full of turkey? No doubt. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Absolutely. Can't wait. Um, uh, I'm, I'm happy to right. have played in the league. Happy I got to hit Steve Young upside his head, um, <laughs> and not go to jail for it. Um, happy made some money doing it. Happy that we can talk about football on a daily basis. It's a lot of fun. Um, also happy, really happy and really thankful, uh, that this stupid NFL, uh, replay of pass interference has failed miserably <laughs> yes like we said it would right you know what i mean let's just go back to what we used to do so uh if anything i'm really thankful for that in 2019 <laughs> yeah i think like everyone else so thankful for the uh this opportunity to be able to play football at the highest level and and you know create a a life for my family that i probably would have not had if i didn't do it right right um but then also i don't think people understand like I've been playing football since I've been eight years old, seven years old. So when I retired, it was like cold turkey. You can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand kind of the anxiety and different issues that players go through just off of that on its own. Right. Right. Just because I, I don't get to do what I love to do anymore. Like, I, what am <laughs> yeah. I going to do? And so this obviously has been a, a great transition, a great relief, a great therapy um, to be able to be around people that I, either I grew up with. Like both of you all, mm-hmm. um, or I've played with, mm-hmm. and to also be able to to impact some younger players and and try to give advice and, and those type of things, you know. And so, like you all said, like you know, just watching the game and being able to see it, teach and try to talk from your point of view, and and then you know, I never thought in a million years I'd be calling Rams games yeah, like that, right. that, that, that. That never like yeah. like dude, like I didn't even play for the Rams, but I, I am the biggest Rams wow. fan. Like yeah. correct. And when the yeah. Rams yeah. lose, I'm sick. Like don't talk yeah. to me. It's yeah. kind of like when I played in Jacksonville. When oh. I lost, like my family be like, look, you go in this room. We're all gonna go in this one. We'll just bring you your plate of food. But that's how I feel because I'm invested in this organization and this team, and so. Well, this um, week, have your groceries delivered. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I, you know, the funny thing is, my, my family's going to be up north, so I'll, I'll be working on Thanksgiving. Wow. So, you know, hopefully I have a better Sunday than I did Monday, and we'll be good to go. Yeah, uh, I'm thankful for all of that. And you know what? I, I am thankful for last year's Super Bowl trip. No question. you got to understand, like, that is a hard thing to do. And I think that's the one thing that I'm more thankful for because we're watching how difficult it was to get to Atlanta last year. That to try to get back and look, I look at the Patriots wow. every day and I'm like, they just. I, re- I remember they, when Atlanta felt good about themselves. Right. And how a couple fast, years ago. How fast things changed. Same thing. Yeah, look, it's crazy. You look at Philadelphia. They, they're still trying yeah, to figure mm-hmm. it all out. And New England makes it look easy. But, yep. you know, just watching the Rams as they get through this tough patch, 
Uh, they got an opportunity against Arizona to, to kind of right all their wrongs for this season and keep the playoff hopes alive. So excited to see what that outcome will look like this week. But uh, that's been Rams All Access. I thank you, fellas, for Maurice Jones-Drew, for DeMarco Farr. I'm Kirk Morrison. This has been Rams All Access on ESPN LA.